Hi, I'm Leah, and this is a Just Everyday Beauty podcast. My hope is that this podcast feels like a conversation with a good friend over coffee or tea, whichever is your favorite. Come on in. Hey, friend. So I'm a homeschool mom. I am. And this journey of homeschooling kind of came upon us as a surprise. It wasn't something that was uh, thought out and planned. And I thought, yes, this is how I'm going to educate my child. It was more of something that happened. And then we found out what a beautiful thing it really was. So the situation surrounding my daughter coming into homeschooling was um, some health issues. Last year, actually year before last, it was 2017, end of 2017, she started having a lot of fatigue. She had a few infections back to back and just never really got better and then continued to get worse without having an active infection. They did a lot of blood work and they couldn't find anything and kind of mirrors my own story, which is just super irritating as a person who's dealt with chronic illness to kind of see your child deal with chronic illness at any rate. (laughs) Um, So she was missing a lot of school and we just sort of decided, um, hey, so uh, it's time for her to be home with me all the time because she needs to be. And why don't we just do homeschool? So it was just sort of the answer to a problem in the beginning. And in the beginning, I was trying to do traditional school at home, which meant in my mind, I was trying to imitate the public school systems classroom at home. And I don't mean literally she's like sitting at a desk with, you know, anchor charts all over the walls. It was, this is the curriculum curriculum we're doing, and this is where you're keeping with, and it was very rigid, and worksheets, and basically, think of how you did school if you went to public school, probably private school as well, unless it was a different, you know, they had a different viewpoint, like Montessori, but didn't work for us. It didn't work for me and it didn't work for her. So as we wrapped up that school year, I really did a lot of research on the curriculum that we would um, be using, especially for math. That was my main focus point uh, because it's her least favorite subject. So in doing research, trying to find a curriculum for math, I found there are so many different philosophies when it comes to homeschooling. Um, And the one that I gravitated towards the most is called Charlotte Mason. So Charlotte Mason was actually a woman who lived, I think, in England. I think in the 18th century. I could be totally wrong on both of those things. I should have looked it up. But I didn't. So here we are. But she was a real person who had real ideas on how schooling should go. She didn't believe in a lot of, I believe it's called twaddle, which would mean worksheets and just doing all the things just to do them. And no, is there a point to the thing you're actively working on in this moment? Yeah, then keep doing it. If there's not, then let it go. Um, And a big part or part 
of Charlotte Mason for a lot of people is uh, doing nature journals. So going outside and drawing what you see and recording time, temperature, you know, what's the sky look like? What's happening with the weather? All the things. And it just builds an observational viewpoint to life of observing things and seeing things and slowing down which I love wholeheartedly. So another part of um, homeschooling is, at least in my state, I I live in Florida, so there's a lot of freedom that I have when it comes to choosing the curricula that we use and what subjects we're studying and how we study them. So for social studies, history, geography, I allow my daughter to choose a period of time in history or an event that's happened, and we look at it in depth. And the first thing that she chose was actually the Trail of Tears. We've gone to visit Kuala Boundary a few times. Um, We like to camp up in the Smokies in the summers, some summers. And so she already was a little bit familiar with what had happened, but she wanted to learn more about it. Why was it allowed to happen? You know, and we still don't know because we can't go back and interview the uh, European settlers and be like, uh, what were you guys thinking? Really? Really, guys? This is what you did? Honest. Um, so allowing her to look at things that she's interested in makes it so much more meaningful for her and for myself as well because she's actually retaining information. Kids, a trivia queen when it comes to anything that she's ever been truly interested in. So that was the first unit study that we did for social studies, history, geography. Um, The second one was World War II, which we sort of glazed over because it felt like it was a lot of, there's a lot of information that has to go with the wars that have happened. And so I just sort of allowed her to browse through books concerning World War II, but we did talk a lot about the Holocaust, and we read about, um, well, we read Under the, oh, I'm sorry, Number the Stars by Lois Lowry, which is such a good book, good grief. If you haven't read it, please go read the book. By the end, I had already gotten choked up a couple times. I actually read it out loud to her, and that's another thing that we do that you know, you don't really think about doing with older children, but it's just such a beautiful connection. Like instead of watching TV, they can rest their eyes and she could just close her eyes and listen to me read and bonding experience because if we both love the book or if we both hate the book that we're reading, we have some things to talk about. At any rate, got choked up a couple times reading the book. By the end, I was sobbing. And then the afterward from the author I couldn't even get through like she my poor sweet child was just like my poor mom's trying to read this sentence to me and she can't do it because she's sobbing so moving so book recommendation just side note number the stars um so we did that unit study and then um we studied Austria as a country and then we (laughs) which kind of fit into the whole World War II unit study. That was part of it. That was like the geography part that she really wanted to focus on Austria. And now we're studying the space race. Why did it happen? Who was involved? What were the historical events? It's just such an awesome thing 
to allow your child to have some freedom in what they learn about. Now, I understand if you have more than one child, it makes it a little bit difficult because you have more than one person that has an opinion on what they want to learn about. But maybe there's a way to bring that all together. Everyone writes down what they're interested in, you throw it in a fishbowl, and they get to choose. And every, what, four or five weeks, six weeks, you pick a new one. So someone's always getting a piece of what they wanted, or maybe the whole group can agree. Yeah, I'm really interested in this this time period. And maybe some kids will be more interested than others. And then the next time they have something they're a little bit more interested in. But I think giving your child some say so and what they're learning about is a really beautiful and powerful thing. Because for the rest of their lives, when they're adults, they will still have interests that they would like to pursue outside of maybe what they do for a living. And you wanted to help them learn how to research and study things on their own. So that's really a big thing for me too, is teaching her like, okay, how do we look this up? How do we study this aside from Google? Because even looking something up on the internet, there's a thought process behind how am I filtering through all this information that I'm given because um, newsflash is not all true. So that's been really awesome as well. So my main point in saying kind of all this about homeschool, besides just introducing the fact that I am in fact a homeschool mom is, and it wasn't planned. So bless you if you were ever in the same situation of just kind of having to make it work with your child and education, um, is take a moment and step back and think about what you want your child's homeschool experience to be like. What do you want your teacher experience to be like? And how do they learn best? Because that's not always how they were taught previous to maybe being home with you. So, oh, and freedom to change. (laughs) If you get into a curriculum and you're like, this is not for me or my child, trash it, friend. Trash it and move on. And I understand state standards are different in different states for as far as homeschooling and what you can and cannot do. But if you're able to, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. And also, um, link up with homeschool moms if you can. You don't have to be the best of friends with them, but just to have an idea of, oh, you did that curriculum? Um, What was it like? Like, what did the page look like? Like, that sort of stuff matters. My, t- my child particularly has a thing about textures. And so if the page doesn't write correctly, if you can't write correctly on the page, it really gets to her and come to find out the worksheets, like not worksheets, the workbooks in public school were always made of that. And I totally remember it from when I was a kid as well. That really flimsy, fibrous paper that your pen, your pencil cuts right through would just irritate her to no end and she couldn't focus on her stuff. Now, kids, it was, it was never about her grades, but just internally, it didn't feel good to her. I totally remember those days back in public school being like, these worksheets are awful. Literally, I'm ripping through the page with my pencil. I'm not even pressing that hard. So texture of page, you start to notice these things and be like, oh, that really might matter to you. Um, so yeah, even things like that, you can ask other homeschool moms about. And if you have a texture page texture child person who likes smooth pages that are nicely written on, 
uh, lessons for living education math is amazing. They're really nice. It's really nice paper. <laughs> and we enjoy the curriculum too. Um, not a lot of busy work. Bless it. So I hope this was at least um, maybe a little entertaining of me stumbling through <laughs> and laughing at myself. Um, and helpful if you're thinking about homeschooling your kids or if you're into it and you've kind of forgotten and maybe guiding you back to, you know what, what were we doing in the first place? What were those days that worked so well for us and that we love so much? What was special about those days? And then recreate that over and over and over again. All right. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll talk soon. Hey friend, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. If you love the Just Everyday Beauty podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For more information on basically anything I've talked about, you can go to my website. It's www.justeverydaybeauty.com. And I hope you have a beautiful day.